Remember 2929. What was it? 2922. 2929. It's four numbers. Oh, I thought you just said. I think this is right. Calling AJ. Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Emily. And we're the co-founders of ATX Television Festival. Every June, we bring the best of TV to Austin, Texas for a -a one-of-a-kind, big-screen experience for the people who love TV with the people who make it. And you're listening to a special edition of the TV Campfire, an inside look at Season 8 of ATX TV Festival. Um, Well, this is a new thing for us to do. We're going to sit down and just sort of... It's a cloudy day, and it is cold outside. In the middle of our pitch, and made cappuccino, frothing the milk and all. Talk about the inside, outside. No more for me, thanks. I'm driving. <laughs> sort of behind the scenes making of, I don't know what phrase we're going to use, of the festival. Emily, this is our final episode of Inside ATX, looking, you know, behind the curtain (laughs) of season eight. And I wanted to take a moment to thank you, to be honest. I think this was like a new thing for both of us. And I think it was really good for the two of us. But I also really want to thank everybody that did listen to the fe- to the to the to the festival. Everybody that listened to the festival, I really want to appreciate it very much. So, well, I think it's been so great as these have been released, to hear from, I mean, one, people that we know Mm -hmm. that have been listening in and fully getting the whole view of what goes into making of the festival. And even though I think we've gotten a few emails that we have um, made some people anxious and stressed out because of the things (laughs) that we have been saying. But I do really appreciate hearing that and that so many people have gone on the journey with us up to this point. Is it is it lame if now I thank you? Oh no! I mean, are you only thanking me because I thanked you? <laughs> no, that's not correct. <laughs> but I do think. I mean, just like we build the festival with this community of people who love TV as much as we do, that is what, in a great way, this podcast has ended up being. And I love that it gets to be bigger than the festival. It gets to be both inclusive of the people attending and people listening from afar, and that includes, you know both both of those communities but it is true that like that community is obviously the attendees and the panelists and the volunteers and our staff but also sponsors as Emily holds up a giant bottle of Fiji water yep and I actually I got word from a couple of different more event people about our opening night and closing night intros and how we very much call out the fact that our sponsors are people like Mm -hmm. that we have relationships with people not brands and it's the people that we want to come and be a part of it and who understand the event and really I think tailor their brand to our event versus making our event be tailored to their brand good evening I'm Caitlin McFarland and this is Emily Gibson and we're the co-founders of ATX Festival You guys, it's Saturday night, and I still have a voice. I think it's the first time ever. And I think it, like, truly, I'm so excited. I'm probably yelling at you. 
And I would like to say, <laughs> yes, because I didn't say it anywhere that anybody else could hear. I believe that this was the first year I did not completely lose my voice on Sunday. And I think it was because I was drinking Fiji water all weekend. And that is not a lie. I, <laughs> I was very hydrated. I did still not really have a voice on Sunday. But it, everybody who's ever been to the festival came up to me saying, you have a voice. How did? What did you do? And I was like, I, I honestly you, think it was Fiji water. You drank a lot of water. Fiji water and AJ's cough traps. So <laughs> there there's you that too. I used to think before we started this festival about brands like Southwest Airlines or Vanity Fair or HBO. And it's this amorphous thing, you know, it's a big brand, it's a company, it's, it's not a person. And what I've learned over the last eight years is that it is people. It's individuals that care a lot about their brand and it's why you connect to that brand. It's why it's special. Every show you will watch this weekend is made up by people. And that sounds really obvious, but when you connect to a show, it's because they care. They put their heart and souls into it, and we put our heart and souls into this festival, and it is made up by people. It is Emily, it is me, it is Jen and Laura and Layla and 50 volunteers and seasonal staff, and it is just, it's, it's individuals like you that are showing up, and I am just really excited that you decided to show up tonight with us and that our sponsors and these TV shows and, all, and everything has, has made season eight. And so I do want to give a shout-out to... Beyond our opening night and closing night partners, HBO and Showtime, and Vanity Fair and The Hollywood Reporter, absolutely Southwest Airlines, who has been a partner for eight years and have changed with us where they want to be. Like Registration has been awesome the last few years, but this year they joined the pitch competition and really made that super special. I think the two sponsors that don't get enough notoriety only because they blend in in the best way to the festival mm-hmm. are strong events are decor company because they come in and they do the stages for opening and closing Which we get oh, so many for, comments yeah about. the stages for the ba- the ballroom and trinity hall and the green room and sometimes yes. opening and closing night depending on what the setup is but and because of who they are i mean there's not like a big sign that says strong events gave you this couch there is their logo on them oh absolutely <laughs> totally but you just don't notice as much but they we get so many compliments on the staging mm-hmm. and that's all mm-hmm. from them and then Arts and Labor, our production company, because they're the ones that I mean are filming everything and making these great videos throughout bumpers. the weekend. Our bumpers, yeah, that we play before everything, and they are also the ones that, in the best way, blend into the background during the festival. But they are everywhere capturing everything. Yeah, I think there are people that are probably very used to seeing their logos, but maybe don't know everything that they do, yeah. and they're very integrated into the festival. And then, obviously, all of our studio network partners that decide to amplify and make their screenings and panels a little bit more fun. But there are just these brands and these pe- – like I said, it's these people. The people at Strong Events, The oh, my God, the team at Arts and Labor, mm-hmm. the Southwest girls have been our same contacts for eight years. Uh, it has just been really fun getting to know these people and sometimes moving with them when they go to different places yep. because they understand the event and – Ultimately, the whole thing just doesn't happen without them. I also just want to take a second. Uh, so we're eight years into this shindig. A handful of you are here year one. And this past year, we really spent a lot of time as a team figuring out what our mission statement was for the first time. And it's really about 
inspiration and community and evolution and really helping to move the industry forward in ways that we're very passionate about. And in doing all these conversations at the heart of it, oh wow, getting emotional. Don't worry guys, we're gonna get through this. At the heart of it, it's about community and you guys are this community and we are so grateful for you and we love you so much and thank you for being a part of this ATX family. Three very important people to thank. Jen, Laura, and Layla. Man, I'm having a moment. Um, they are the the five of us are the year round, and they are so much the heart of what we do. And they are working tirelessly um, throughout the year and throughout the weekend. And so much of this, of everything you see, is them. The Friday before the festival, over sandwiches provided by your family, Liz and Nick and Linda. Yes. Uh, we sort of, it's always a nice, like, kind of moment where we're all together, like the five of us, interns. I think almost all, all the interns all are the there. All the interns are there, So yeah. there's, like, a big group. We decided to both talk about our favorite memories from past festivals and what we were most excited about this year, which was really interesting because some people's first year, they had no past memories. It was half and half. It was half and half. That makes sense. Yes. Because the interns. Interns and, and Layla. Layla. It was their first time. Yeah. It was really interesting. I, I came up with two memories. One was last year and one was the second year. I don't know what I learned exactly from these, but. I was going to say, does there have to be like a, a tangible takeaway from them? I, I have no lesson for my <laughs> stories. <laughs> Anybody can say whatever they want, but. <laughs> Like, there are certain things now, eight years into this, that definitely, like, when I think about festivals, like, images and moments pop into my head. I would say 90% of them are good. But the second year, we did Friday Night Lights at the State Theater, and we surprised the audience with Connie Britton and Kyle Chandler, and, like, everybody lost their minds. But, which was great to, like, the thing was great, and it all worked. But Emily and I sat on the stairs of the State and it's one of maybe only, like, four panels in eight years that I sat through the whole thing of. But that was the first one. And nothing burned down. That was the lesson I learned, was that at times I could sit still and actually, like, be present and watch a thing. And to, like, have seen that whole thing actually happen and not watched a video and not listen to a podcast was, was here, too. But it is, like, a very nice memory. I'll go. Um... <laughs> The first one is Gilmore Girls, where, I mean, it was, like, legitimately, being part of getting them all here is, like, one of the hardest things I've, like, ever, it was, like, the most stressed I've ever been in my entire life, making sure those 17 people got up was on that, that your, stage. Was that your first year, be, it was your actual job that year? Yeah. Like, you, it and was, it was paid. Like two months after my dad, like, it was, everything was peak, peak emotion, peak stress, peak everything. <laughs> we got them up. The curtain came up. They all started coming out. Ashlyn and I sat on the side of the theater and just sobbed. <laughs> we just, like, hugged each other and, like, sobbed. And it was just, like... <laughs> Jared Padalecki in an most, ATX t-shirt. Yeah, it was, just, like, the most, like, relief and, like, pride. <laughs> I don't know. It was just the weirdest combustion of, like, feelings, feelings and emotions and, mm -hmm. like... Nobody else knew what it took to get to that point. Mm -hmm. I think all the rest of my moments are very strange. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And they don't involve, like, feeling a lot of feelings about programming. My favorite moment to this day 
<laughs> is last year when I was literally having a meltdown. Every single printer I touched broke. I needed to print so many things, and like I had a magnet inside me, and every time I got closer to a printer, it was like, yeah. and like I've never been so upset in my life to the point where Karen. Emily's best friend took it upon herself. She's like, I'm going to solve this problem. And I, she was like, how can I solve it? Give me a goddamn printer. <laughs> she went out to Office Depot. She got me a goddamn printer. She brought it back to the hub. And she was like, I'm going to set this up for you. You don't have to. By this point, I was lying on the floor. <laughs> Next to the other printer trying to make it do what I needed it to. And so I'm lying on the floor. Karen's sitting next to me with this printer. She's got it hooked up to her computer. The printer, for no reason, is just, like, printing pages of dots. And we're just like, what the hell's going on? It's printing more dots. She then gets it to print a yellow bar. <laughs> prints the old bar. Nothing's happening. She's trying to print. Then I try to hook up to it. It doesn't print. It prints a dot. Like, I mean, it's just, like, and it is inexplicable why this printer, like, it is connecting it to a normal computer with, like, a Word doc hitting print, like, should totally work. We try wireless. We try cords. Like, nothing's working. Karen gives up or has to go do something, and I'm sitting there, still on the floor, and the printer is hooked up, I think, to her computer, and she just has it kind of propped up on a thing, and, like, ten minutes later, <laughs> the printer kicks on. <laughs> and, like, nobody's playing with it at this point. <laughs> yeah, no one's touched it yeah. for ten minutes. Inkjet shoots out a beautiful color copy of a picture of itself. <laughs> And it's self-printing a flyer for a fun family barbecue. And I have never, never lost it the way that I lost it. I was like, this, this, this fucking printer is trolling me. It just sent me a selfie of itself. I've, I, I, it's framed on my desk. Like, I have the picture framed on my desk because it brought, I was having such a rough time. And, like, that brought me so much joy. I do think it's funny. We've talked a lot about how this podcast is an experiment, but also something we've very much enjoyed, whether it was sharing a drink together or a coffee or an Easter Reese's peanut butter egg. Very important. Very important. I feel like how great would it be if like people just started sending us those? Oh, my gosh. Because they knew that we like We love so Easter much. candy and we love cookies. <laughs> and bourbon. Yes. Um, all of those things. But— I think one of the things that has been fun to listen to, there's probably a ton of, I know there there are hours of content that will never see the light of day slash you will never meet your ears, <laughs> but it is fun to every once in a while, like go back and listen to some of the, like making you laugh or like yes. kind of losing it over something really ridiculous. I would call them bloopers, but they're not really bloopers. They're more ramblings, which we do tend to do a lot of. They're not bloopers. It's like the true Emily and me and the, like who we actually are. Um, but So ultimately, it's just, it is proof that we had a lot of fun doing this. Hello. 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 I have no idea where to start. Okay. Other than it is April 17th. Man. 49 uh, days out. Oh, you, oh, ruined, you stepped on my line. Sorry, sorry. April 17th was one of my high school boyfriend's birthdays. Great. Um, I lost part of my tooth. <laughs> and it was lost it. I know, it just like, it did. I lost it. It was gone. 
And I didn't find it, but the dentist found a new one for me. <laughs> um, so they found they just yeah, found your he new just tooth. found it. He just found it on the floor, and now I have a new tooth. Ooh, let's not put a floor tooth. I know that would be gross. Ooh, ooh. ooh. I'm, just I'm totally kidding. And then we also wanted to know why. No, hang on, let me think about it for a second. <laughs> let me think about it for just a second. I'm not going to make it too flowery, but let me think for just a second. And then we also asked. And then we also asked you why TV matters. And here's what you had to say. I did feel Sorry, dumb. I'm laughing at her. I know I'm she's making, laughing I'm at me and now faces. I feel dumb. <laughs> we have striv- striven, strove, striven, strive. We strive. strive? We, stri- we strive. We strive. We strive. Um, honestly, that happens way more than people would think. <laughs> um, okay, just broke the mic stand. I did not. I just... Twisted a knob. Do you have another Reese's peanut butter? No, I only have Cadbury eggs. Okay. I only brought two. What's of in those. the middle of the Cadbury egg? Pure sugar. Pure sugar that is dyed to look like an egg yolk. Mm. No. I don't like saying 2020. Do you say 2020? There's no other way to say it. That I, don't like I say 2020. 2019. I know. I mean, oh. I, I do say 2020, but there's not really an alternative because 2020 sounds real weird. Instead of tw- 2019, 2019, 2019, 2020, 2020. I think everyone says that it's 2020. Yeah, they do. It's because uh, of the TV show, 2020. I thought it was because of the Justin Timberlake album. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one more. Great. <laughs> so, Emily, Podcast HQ located in the ATX Badge Holder Lounge, was a little different this year because we kind of we took it back. Yes. We, we programmed the both the Podcast HQ and the Badge Holder Lounge to be sort of a more, more representative of the entire festival, which was super cool. But in addition to screenings and panels, events and things like that, we booked interviews in Podcast HQ, which was fun because you and I hosted some of them. I know. It's nice to have that moment where we get to sit down with panelists that most of which I think we were meeting for the first time this festival. My two interviews definitely were. I'm, You'd met Rob Thomas before. Oh, that is true. I'd met Rob, but had not met the per- others. Percy and Percy Jason. and Jason and Rico. Friday, I was supposed to interview the Bless This Mess people, Lake Bell, Pam Greer, and Anya Adams, the director. I was too scattered, and I tried to give it away, and then— AJ told me that they were expecting me. (laughs) And I rallied because I was like, well, that's great. I didn't think anybody cared. The people that I wanted to make sure I met the most, which is why I scheduled myself to do the interviews, were Justin Baldoni and then the Veronica Mars group, minus Rob Thomas that I'd already met. But I really wanted to, like, have time to sit down with them. But Saturday morning, I was so jittery. Mm -hmm. And just, I think it was the lack of sleep and, I mean, just the pure adrenaline. And I couldn't get myself to calm down. Yeah. And so it was took a lot to sit down and focus, and they were all lovely and wonderful, and I think that they were great conversations. But it was definitely not as present as I would like to be. And the, I preached to everyone, take your moment, take your moment, be present, be present. And it was really hard for me to, like, settle my brain down 
and calm myself down to have these conversations, I think they went okay. Well, nobody will ever know about that one because the Veronica Myers file was corrupted. So you only have that in, that, that memory. So I think it went great. I know. You know what? It went perfect. It, I was amazing. And you, you they did, were great. It was you, engaging. And you scheduled it just so you could meet them. And so, like, mission accomplished. <laughs> the um, small power we have in this world yeah. we used during those four days. Well, let's see if other people think that they're interesting. Mm-hmm. Here are some of the greatest moments and clips from those exclusive interviews. This podcast that we do is called the TV Campfire because we. Ooh, that's perfect. That's up my alley. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I play guitar by my campfire. We really believe um, Norman Lear had a quote that television was the modern day campfire. You gather it, around. It is. Oh, yeah, it that's is. Good point. Yes. Tell Absolutely. your stories, do all of yeah. that kind of thing. So we wanted to start with like. Pam Greer, what is your earliest TV memory? Uh-oh, here we go again. I was about to say, you were just, <laughs> earliest, you were just talking about Well, none this. of you were born. I am here with Justin Baldoni and Elizabeth Finch. Do you like to go by Finchy? That's what everyone refers what to you as. Everyone ends up calling me, whether really? we start yeah, first whether we start that way, and it will always end that way. You will too. We just exchanged information, so I'm putting you in the phone as Finchy. Finchy. Justin, I want to ask you just a little bit about Jane the Virgin ending. We don't, we, this is not a spoiler festival. I don't want to know what, I do want to know what happens, but I just want to know about the process of the final season and filming the final season and what's that, what that's been like for you guys in wrapping this up. Uh, It was, it was bittersweet, but I think that, you know, we all knew that it was coming to an end and we had the great privilege of not being canceled and being told that it was coming to an end. So our show creator, Jenny, had kind of prepared us for it. And it was always an arc. And I think all great things should end. And uh, and sometimes, not, except Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> that needs to keep that going keep forever. going, keep going, and keep going. That, that's going to keep going. My, my kids are going to watch Grey's Anatomy. Excellent. And, and Hologram. So you guys were both on a panel presented by the Television Academy, Powerful TV. What is it that you think makes TV so powerful and how it affects people as they're watching it? Benji? I mean, it's, it's literally in your own home. These are characters that not only live for a really long time versus a movie where you're going to a movie theater, it's outside of your space, you're with people. The television or the screen or whatever device and fun thing is most typically in your own home. You've invited that person into your personal space while you are wearing your pajamas and eating your popcorn and doing whatever you're doing. (laughs) But it's and it's also the duration that you get to spend time with a character and you get to see their evolution. So you have that opportunity to really connect with someone. We're here with Meredith Averill, who's co-showrunner of Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Correct, okay. yes. And currently co-showrunner of Lock and Key, oh, also which, for Netflix. I, but that is that out yet? It is not. Okay. It'll be out in February. Oh, very yes. exciting. <laughs> but I just wanted to start with if you know what your earliest TV memory is. I would say, I would say the one that had the most impact was Felicity. Really? Yes. Why was that? I felt very connected to her and this idea of leaving behind something comfortable and and going into sort of the great wide unknown. Yeah. And it, it was inspiring. And I actually, not not 
because of Felicity, but I did end up going to college in New York City. And so I sort of look back on that experience with Felicity and wonder how much of it was motivated by that. But <laughs> I but applied. It, I didn't go, but I did nice. apply to NYU because of that. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. So I would say that is probably, I mean, certainly I watched television when I was younger, but I would right. say that probably had the most impact, <sighs> impact. on me. If you are listening to this or you've heard about it on Twitter or whatever is bringing you to listen to the festival, there is a discount code in the podcast uh, notes, but you can go to atxfestival.com backslash attend and see what how ways to attend the festival, whether that's a badge or a wristband. We will always do single tickets and now rush tickets at the festival. It may be too early to plan. You may already know you want to go, but it'll have all the info in there. And if you are listening to the TV campfire, look in the show notes. I'm pointing down like I'm being filmed. <laughs> Look in the show notes for a very special discount code for you guys. And then feel free to email us and ask us questions about it. And in signing off, I do think I wanted to thank everybody for supporting us, supporting the festival. And now they get to listen to all of the season eight panels. Yes. Which we will be doing short intros for so you can hear a little behind the scenes of the making of those panels. But then really all the content that we spent the last four days creating. Yeah. We'll have a week to week starting July 4th. And so with that, back to your regular scheduled programming. This special edition of the TV Campfire was produced by Caitlin McFarland, Emily Gibson, AJ Myers, and our audio partners, Five Ohm Productions. Visit them at 5ohm.com if you are in need of the people, expertise, and equipment that can turn your project or event into a one-of-a-kind experience. Go to atxfestival.com for details on this and our other audio projects. I want to do, it's why we're trying to produce content and make a podcast and diversify is I was able to be present and I was able to be there because I knew that you would let me know if there was something that I needed to be doing. Sex gets people out of bed in the morning. There you go. Putting out into the world and letting Hollywood know, like, yes, there are female directors of photography. We mm. found some. I've had so much fun, and I've met so many people, and it's just, like, it's cool to, like, just talk about, just, like, to meet people for the very first time and immediately talk about, you know, just the things you both love and the things you both, like, care about. It has been fine. It's been five days. It's not over. Emotional healing, feelings, all of the things. I need her back. This weekend. <laughs> what did you take? I took nothing from this as okay. us. I was given. <laughs> TV camp for grown-ups. Yep. It, it becomes bigger than, this sounds like they're so vague, it becomes bigger than the one thing. Great. The end. High five. <laughs> nice. It sounded like you slapped me. <laughs> we'll go get your dry cleaning. Yes. Important. Yes. <laughs> yes. Important things. Yes, we'll go get your dry Thanks. You too. We'll see you on Monday, actually. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
Bye.